So, um, today we're doing uh, AMA, Ask Me Anything, with uh, A-House. A-House is a co-working space in Stockholm. It's also the location where we have our office, uh, we meaning levels. And in the latest episode, you heard me speak to Tua Asplund, who is the CEO and a partner at A-House. So we had a good conversation about co-working, about community, about them being in the need to go digital and the special circumstances for them as their core business is physical. It's a house. It's a place for gathering. But she had some great insights on how you can manage in these times. And uh, yeah, previously I was asked to do their first version of this AMA. I'm not sure of what I've gotten myself into, but let's give it a go. And I thought I would share, try to share the questions and my answers here. So the way I'll try to do it is I'll give an answer to you here first on the podcast, loyal to the learnability listeners. And then I will take that answer and put it into text for the AMA, which is going down on Slack. And I've also sent out where you can ask me a question on Instagram. And if you're listening to this, it's probably over, but thank you if you did. And yeah, let's see what we get for questions. My name is Innocent Mugenga, and you're listening to the Learnability Podcast. An exploration of how society interacts with technology and you. In these COVID-19 quarantine days, we have launched a concept called A Pod A Day, where we aim to release a pod a day, a podcast a day. And that's work days, so that's five podcasts a week. Visit learnability.online and you'll simply find where you can contribute with your questions or thoughts. Please do. Now, on to the episode. The first question is asking about my educational path and uh, also my role in learnability. And it's a good question. They're, um, they're actually highly related. So I'll start off with saying that I'm the initiator and founder of Learnability as a platform. And we started this as a communicative effort to explore learnability, talking to, talking to learners, doers, entrepreneurs, and getting insights to how they learn and have learned. Because as we see, there's a need of updating our conventional education. So there's a need to be more aligned with the job market, which is changing in a faster pace than it's ever been. There's a huge need for upskilling and reskilling of individuals already in the job market. And all this so that we can better utilize the diverse set of talent that's out there and really stay on top of the flow of information that's made available through the internet. So that's the premise of our exploration. We've been doing this for a little bit more than a year. And parallel to this, we've been exploring actual tools, which I haven't talked that much about. It's come to light in some conversations. 
But I will be talking more about that as we're getting further along in that process. I shared half a slide for a pitch deck that I'm working on for this uh, startup, this edtech tool we're talking about. And what this slide illustrates is a part of what we're trying to do, where we're trying to combine conventional education and different courses you might go, different reports you might read, literature, online learning, online courses, different online learning tools and podcasts and YouTube and articles, all this productive information consumption that we do daily should accumulate into an education, into proof of an education. So if we can add up all these different sources of useful information and make it account for something. That's the thesis we've been exploring. We feel like we've come closer to a solution, both with the help of these conversations, but also, of course, the research done behind the scenes. And there's been a lot of work that we haven't been talking about that much, but that you hopefully will be seeing more of soon. And uh, we've been getting a lot of signups to the newsletter and the the testing of this service. And to all of you who have already signed up, we'll be getting back to you soon with some steps that I hope you enjoy. And for those of you who haven't, please visit learnability.online and you'll definitely find where to sign up. So yeah, a little bit about learnability, uh, connecting it back to uh, my education. So uh, my answer to that question the latest conventional education that I did was actually construction. So my idea back then as a 16-year-old choosing this line, so that's 12 years ago, coming to 13, my idea was to become a, an engineer, construction engineer. As you have heard on this podcast, uh, my career evolved in a different way. And throughout my career, from working with communities, from working with a retail and, and running a chain of retail stores, from working with communication, both within fashion and then later within tech, I've always been educating, obviously, along that line. And for me, I've had to make it account in my career, meaning that normally when you apply for jobs, it's quite easy to see, okay, you went to this school, you should probably know some of this. So it's a safe and easy way to go about in sourcing candidates, let's say. But what about those who didn't go the conventional way, but has still accumulated that knowledge? There's no clear path or clear way of validating that. That's the tool we're working on and that's also the the premise for learnability so if you didn't know now you know so another question goes in all this chaos creativity has expanded primarily digitally in many forums and channels how do you see this development I would connect this to the fundamentals of entrepreneurship. 
So entrepreneurship easily explained or defined is solving a need or solving a problem. So it's a very solution-oriented mindset. And I think in times like this, even though the circumstances are really tragic, it's an opportunity for us to really practice our creativity, to find creative solutions to the problems we're facing, and ultimately being entrepreneurial in our way to go about things. So I'm loving all the creativity and entrepreneurship I'm seeing in these times. And what I also see and what I think we need more of is the supportive functions in order to support these entrepreneurs, support these great ideas and help them survive and grow and thrive. And that's very connected to another goal of ours at Learnability is encouraging entrepreneurship. So first of all, stimulating your curiosity, giving the tools to educate yourself and then utilizing that education. If it's in your career, that's great. But if it's entrepreneurship, that's fantastic. And hopefully it's an impactful idea you're working on. Another question that came in is about creating stronger communities and the future of the collective. I would like to say if we can connect on a deeper level and connect around ambition and intention rather than position, I believe we can create stronger communities. And what I mean with that is if we're connecting in a community because we see us heading in similar direction, then that's a long-term connection we're making. And we'll be learning together along the way. But if we're just connecting because we currently have uh, similar positions or we just happen to be in close proximity... That's probably not a strong enough premise for a deep connection, for a strong community. And it takes courage and asking the right questions and really listening to get an understanding of a person's direction. So listening more than presenting or talking and seeking to understand before you seek to be understood. Only then can we get to the inner circle of a person's why and connect around the similarities of our why. There's a question here wondering if I have any passion project. And I would say if I'm to start something like a passion project, it really needs to be aligned with what I'm doing today. So the closest one I would say right now is we've spoken about it in the podcast before, illustrating the similarities between the cognitive process of progress and the physical process of progress. So this is something that we are in talks with a partner right now. 
and looking to create a, a campaign around. And we'll be letting you know more about this and we will find ways to involve more of you. So stay tuned for this. Fit for life, for life itself. And I got a funny question in from uh, Namo Maruf, also known as Lila Namo, asking about my no panic tip. If I have a tip for not panicking in these COVID-19 times. And I would say what I do right now is um, I easily go to the optimistic view. So I'm trying to make sure that that optimistic view is based off of true information. So that's where I go. Like, why will this create opportunities within this and that? Or why will or why can we in the long term be better off in some areas? And I was asked who I would consider to be my role model or what role models I have. And I think that's a hard question. I I haven't seen it as having role models in that way, uh, but I probably do. And I think I have uh, sort of like micro role models where I pick parts from different individuals. But let me answer it in this way. Right now, I'm very impressed with everything Seth Godin does. And yeah, let me take the chance to recommend his podcast. It's uh, the Akimbo podcast. And that's A-K-I-M-B-O, Akimbo. It's a great podcast about everything as related to marketing, markets, technology, society, culture. Yeah, it's a wide-ranging podcast, just like Learnability. And Actually, let me take a chance to uh, highlight some other favorite podcasts. As we're not trying to become the biggest podcast in the world, we're just trying to be relevant for whoever's interested about learnability and our way of exploring it. And I'm really for getting you to listen to more podcasts. So second on my list right now, and this varies a lot, but second on my list right now, I would say is The Portal the Portal is a podcast by Eric Weinstein, and it's another wide-ranging podcast with deep explorations into really complex questions. I also enjoy Invest Like the Best by Patrick O'Shaughnessy. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but Invest Like the Best, check that out if you're interested in everything related to investing and that's mostly investing in businesses in in different markets it's gives a lot of insight into startups and entrepreneurship in large and uh, yeah, it's a great pool for finding good ideas and investment strategies and also trying to understand if you're a startup trying to understand the mentality and thoughts of investors i have quite recently picked up the artificial intelligence podcast with uh, lex friedman it's also an interesting podcast exploring AI with different experts coming at it from different angles. And lastly, let me send you off with a podcast that I've been listening to chronologically. So I've been listening to, to it from the start, which I would recommend you to do as well. It's the podcast called Philosophize This 
And if you listen to it chronologically, it takes you through the history of philosophy. And I find it really fascinating to see how long time we've been pondering on the same questions and coming at it from different angles and finding different solutions and answers. And it really feels like it's a never-ending exploration of life itself. Yeah, so I thought I would throw in some podcast recommendations in the middle of this. What are your favorite podcasts? The last question I'll do today came in from um, my friend, Moody George, through Instagram. And he was asking about my take on great leadership in these times, when most employees are working from home. And I've taken this opportunity before to um, highlight what we've been speaking about previously, about proactive leadership about the leaders who have put a lot of emphasis into learning, into self-leadership and, and self-management really, are probably better off right now. And I guess a great leader has, has been practicing this, but a leader who hasn't, it's never too late of course, and could probably take the courage to actually practice this right now. Instead of, which is very natural and of course needed, but instead of focusing purely on the business position right now and the hard times we're in right now and what are you doing right now for the business, put an emphasis on the individuals within your organization's learning. What are you learning right now? What are you eager to learn within the near future? And indirectly leading the individuals towards leading the business into a better place so that's it for today and that's it for this week we'll be back next week with a pod a day and thank you for following us this week really thank you let's connect more and let's back our optimism with information let's activate our entrepreneurship and let's progress. Until next time, stay curious.